G'day punters, welcome to the mailbag as we look back at day one of the BPL with our man Bushy, the back hopper. Bushy, welcome to the show and congratulations on day one. Thanks, Kelly. Good results, mate. Good results overall. Um, 75% profit on turnover on all the suggested uh, staking plans throughout the day. Uh, we bet into what four, I think it was four, four events, wasn't yep. it? We um, yep. You left one go, um, which was a good call. We'll go back they to the as, they, Actually, they actually went as good as your shirt, mate, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how I found that. Oh, yeah. Anyway. I brought this when we won a final about eight years ago. <laughs> um, look, I, I, without a word of a lie, I, I watched that last game and um, against – Two teams that have been in the final the last couple of years, um, the Steamers and the Ospreys. That I don't like watch a lot of lawn bowls, Bushy, but that was quite entertaining. The skills on show in that game was amazing. Oh, the execution from both both teams was unbelievable. To be honest, the first set, Besta was on fire, and then uh, the second set, I, I thought Chloe Stewart was outstanding up front. Um, her consistency on the lead, where it was a night where others struggled, she was she was outstanding. She was. We'll go to that get to that game in a little bit more depth. Um, we'll go back to the first match that we bet, uh, the Melbourne Pulse versus the Perth Suns. Now you went for the outsider here in in the Pulse. A um, little bit of support from subscribers got it into. I think they started favourite. Um, this seemed to be a pretty well executed game and and win by the Pulse there. Yeah, look, what I've seen from the Pulse so far is they've got a big inclusion, and that's the coach. Um, their tactics today was outstanding. They actually played – they did a bit of research, and they, they changed the length big time. Um, they played ditch to ditch um, against this particular team, and um, they must have done their notes because uh, it was a match-winning move, um, and the Pulse – I thought they got that market wrong. I, I thought uh, – after the first after the first game, um, they were clearly the team to beat, and um, it just showed you that they were they were too good. Yeah, that was the um, that was the big Irishman, um, Gary Kelly. Yeah, look, uh, Gezza in the in the tiebreaker actually played a, an absolute peach with his last bowl. I, I thought they were a little bit unlucky not to win in straight, but um, in saying that, um, too good. Too good, and that's why you, that's why you put your, your your chips in with these sort of players because at the end of the day they don't get, get flustered um, when down game and um, what a shot it was to take out the two bowls. Mm. It was um, the next round that we bet in was we took uh, once I think this was also the outsider. Um, we're on the Melbourne Roys to beat the Adelaide Pioneers. You made mention in your uh, preview that Aaron Wilson is a player for the Roys and he's a Commonwealth Games gold medalist and, you know, he could probably uh, swing it our way just off his own backhand and forehand. Um, <laughs> yeah, what did you make exactly. What did you make of that game? Look, um, once again, the tactics were interesting here. Matty Flapper started off with skip. Um, Wilson started off lead and then the back end towards the second set, he, he, he flipped over onto the skip. Um, and we've seen a couple of teams use that use those sort of tactics, but I thought Matty Flapper was the difference. He 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 was able to execute on the rink um, that others couldn't, and he was the difference to get us over the line. I 
I, I thought Adelaide struggled throughout the day and it's it's probably moving forward to a team that we can sort of look to, to go against. Um, and, and we really, um, the 2.15 about the Roys was, was overs, to be honest. Yeah. Well, that, that's so, I think we were two for two at that stage and um, and you thought the Sydney Lions was, was another uh, team that was over the odds. Now, the Melbourne Pulse we had been on earlier, you identified early that the Melbourne Pulse had been well coached and um, obviously Mark Casey, who coaches the Pulse, had put a lot of work into the opposition teams, but they put up 265 about the Lions. Um, and as you mentioned, Aaron Sheriff, you know, best player in the world. Again, another player with the ability to win him the game on his own back. Um, didn't quite go our way. No, so they were two sixty-five into a, a dollar eighty, and the pulse got out to a dollar ninety-five, and you know they probably shouldn't have been that price, dollar ninety-five, and Sydney probably shouldn't have been that price, two sixty-five. But look, uh, Aaron Sheriff, uh, I, I haven't seen him play uh, many games where he hasn't been able to handle the rink, but tonight was one of those nights, um, and possibly probably should have used a wider set of bowls because um, what you'll find, Curly, is that. They played on that rink this afternoon uh, in daylight and then getting on towards the night game, change of uh, climate, plays totally different. Uh, and you'll see some of the players, you know, when they throw them out that little bit wider, they stay there. Mm-hmm. And he, he just could not um, he just could not be effective on, on a night tonight. So what looked to be overs in 265, they got completely wide. So that was one um, that I'm, 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 I got wrong. Um, and I'm, I'm probably going to say that I'll, I won't be betting into the Lions again for the BPL 12, mate. Well, interesting thing, I suppose, after you've seen day one, you could see the change um, on the rink. And um, that was probably highlighted in that last game. There was a bit of commentary from the players, the Osprey players in particular. We're getting a little bit um, a little bit annoyed with the, with the change of speed, maybe, or something they were talking about there. As the night got cooler, um, things changed. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, TZ made it pretty um, pretty obvious for everyone that it, both hands were a little bit different in speed. Mm. Um, but in saying that, you know, um, yeah, they're both playing on it and they did say that. But, you know, when it mattered, um, both players were able to execute, Bester and T, so, uh, and also Chloe Stewart. So, but you mentioned um, that. Look, I thought it was still a pretty good standard, pretty, still a pretty good standard. I just thought one team in particular probably got the tactics wrong tonight. That was the Perth Suns, um, probably leaving Ray, Ray Pierce on the bench for too long. Um, they had two ends there in the first end, in the first set, sorry, where they could have turned that around. Um, and and I'll, I'll be definitely making a note of that moving forward. Now, we mentioned the Ospreys and the Steam as the last game. The Ospreys were a team that you were keen on uh, when we did the preview for the tournament. Um they went up at $2 on top sport um, and they bet, I think, $1.95 in the end. Um, you were pretty keen on them. You'd sent out a, a, have a, you know, a unit bet. And I know, although it was like a, you know, the last bowl of the night, it was uh, obviously the Ospreys and the Steamers on what you saw, you know, obviously have got the capabilities to go all the way in this tournament. But Bester is a complete freak. Um, how's the focus and the eyes popping out of his head just before release? Uh, I was frightened. <laughs> it's unreal, isn't it? It's unreal. But his drives, like it, the percentages of actually getting the two bowls like that on the last end are low, very low. 
right, for anyone. But for him to actually pick that shot out and say, you know what, I'm going to take those two bowls out, just shows the class of the bloke. And, you know, I, I would say 85, 90, 95% of players would have gone for the draw uh, to try and draw it. But, uh, well, you know, he's just different. He's, he's different gravy, to be honest. So uh, we're lucky to get the chocolates there with the last bowl and um, Teasy, uh, we, we can uh, buy him a beer for that one. For sure. Does he like one, does he? <laughs> um, what about some of the other teams that we sort of didn't bet into? Um, uh, but just your opinion on the Brisbane Pirates, the young player there um, yeah. that led off for them, I think. Um, I said, uh, I, meant, I heard in the call about like a, you know, a under 18 champion twice, um, young player, seemed to, handle, seemed to handle the occasion well, these younger players. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I've just given them a quick mark um, according to how they went after day one moving forward. Melbourne Pulse was outstanding, huge tick, can win it um, and are into favourites in my book. Um, I've got a professional. Uh, uh, Curls, they'll be, they'll be locked up in bed, mate. They would have had an hour and a half sleep by now. Um, that's how professional they are. I thought the Roys were the bigger improver today. Um, I probably haven't penciled in midway, um, middle of the table, so they went excellent. Brisbane probably um, also outdid what I thought they would do, so um, real positives. And then Sydney Lions and also the Perth Suns, for me, probably disappointed um, moving forward. So you, you're looking to, you'll be looking to oppose a couple of those teams and uh, there's a couple of teams that you can't bet against, I suppose. It just depends what the market uh, comes up with tomorrow. We I sort of found as the day went on, there's a couple of places go up as um, as the uh, as the competition um, went on throughout the night. So at least it gives us a few options there from a wagering perspective, which is good. Um, so yeah, overall uh, we've got to, we've got away with a with a good start to the tournament. Um, a winning day is always a good day. Um, have you had a look at the um, at the programming for tomorrow and? Um, and where do you think we'll be honing in just to give uh, the guys at home listening a bit of an idea for the times um, to be looking out for? Yeah, absolutely, Curly. I have had a look, and I'm, I'm pretty keen on the night session once again. As I said, we, we only had one play there today during the day session, and, and I thought the market got it wrong. But I think that I think the DB games, we can we can really dissect the, uh, the good from the bad and, and the winning from the losing. So... Um, I'm going to focus in on the night, sh- night session again, which will start at about five o'clock. Beautiful. First game was at about quarter past five, I think, wasn't it, today? Um, so similar times um, for tomorrow. Um, all right, Bushy, well, that's uh, it's all a great start. I've, um, like I said earlier, I've got to be honest with you, that tuning in uh, and watching it and like it means something when you've had a couple of bucks on it. I was, uh, I was kicking it home like I'd kick any runner home at the races. So uh, really enjoyed it. Thanks very much to you for your analysis uh, and holding your hands to our first day of betting the BPL. Look forward to doing all again tomorrow. Yeah, thanks, Kelly. No, it was, it was a really good result, mate. You're only as good as your last bowl, mate. And I think we won. We got the chocolates with a back hopper there in the uh, last bowl of the last game. We did. And uh, look forward to doing it again tomorrow. Join you, Kels. Cheers, mate. Thank you.